in three, in two, and in one. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Framecast, where Drew is slightly off-center. I don't know why that is, but uh, well, how's it going, Drew? While I'm fixing your, uh, while I'm fixing, no, it's not on your end, it's on my end. Uh, I'm going to try uh, and fix it while you, while you speak. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a good day. It's, it's, it's just, well, actually, to be fair, like, you know, in uh, 10 days time was supposed to be when we get Cyberpunk 2077, but no Cyberpunk 2077 this year, this month even, which is the big sad Oh yeah. Um, but in two weeks, there's the next WoW expansion. Ooh, nice, nice. Honestly, like, what the world would have been like if Cyberpunk released, man. It would have been sunshine, rainbows. COVID would have been cleared. Uh, everyone would have made peace because everyone was too busy, like, 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 like playing Cyberpunk instead of like being mad at each other. And then like the world would be would be heaven. But no, the isn't. world's always mad with each other. The world is always mad with each other. That's true. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <sighs> I can't wait for it. I'm like, I'm, I'm quite curious. I know that someone mentioned it. I think Genshin Impact dropped an update yesterday, so I'm quite curious as to like what that will be. Um, other than that, like, I'm. I know that I said that, like, oh my god, like Cyberpunk is now releasing with so much things happening at the same time. It, like, it would have maybe been better to like release on April, but right now, now that it's not releasing, I mean, like, I know Assassin's Creed Valhalla has released. Um, Wait, but, that's out? Yeah, that or that released like yesterday or something, or today. Uh-huh. But anyway, like, I'm like, I've been so gearing up for like Cyberpunk that like I don't know what to do now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like I everything like ending around here. What do I do now? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I've been playing a bit of Ghost of Shima, a bit of Genshin Impact, like I have been over the past week as well. So, um, what have you been up to? Playing? Fuck, what have I been playing? Um, I started up Doom Eternal, played maybe five minutes of that, went, nah, nah. I might, <laughs> I might start that again from scratch. It wasn't something I could easily just pick up and go. Um, what else have I been playing? Uh, Proteus came out yesterday, mm-hmm. which is sort of like it's it's a modern day built but old school first person shooter inspired game, and it's pretty damn solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have I played? Uh, a bit of Dead Cells. Uh, and then just you know, Warframe with Nazareth yesterday. Oh yeah, I was playing with uh, Nazareth yesterday. Warframe. Yep. What were you guys up to in Warframe? We're trying to get him apart for Zaku. Oh okay. Yeah. So and I was just recording footage for uh, ten o'clock this week, and I was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. two birds, one stone, job done. Yeah. On the on the on the topic of Warframe, like. Um, this is like the the first time, like like the first year or half a year that I'm like more or less outside, like looking at it's like an outsider into Warframe. Like whenever an update will come up, like I'll, I'll definitely play it, but like I'm not um, really playing it in between updates anymore. Um, and it feels right now like it's like it's taking so long for like a new update to come out. And like I'm wondering, is that just because like I've been missing like the small little updates and things have actually been happening a lot uh, after day months, which I haven't like seen. Or, like, is it just a long wait in general right now until, like, the next thing's coming up? I don't even know when the next thing exactly will be coming up. 
you have an well, idea? Well, the next thing is supposed to be coming up this month. So mm. they've got a couple of weeks to get that out. Um, we, we've had the, the release of the MR30 stuff, and we've had the end or the conclusion of the Glassmaker thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really interesting because like, apparently you don't have to do all the different chapters. You can just go straight from naught to five. You can just skip one, two, three, and four, which is just like... Really? Yeah. So someone I know uh, did this and it's just like, wait, what? What? Why? Why would you... Okay. So like the the idea, as far as I understood, it was like, you know, the night with like the battle pass system sort of thing in Warframe. And like it would have this story where like you'd have to examine crime scene sort of thing and, like, figure out clues piece by piece. And, like, I think there were multiple chapters. I've only done one or two, I think. Um, I, and... I would definitely not describe it as a battle pass system. Battle pass systems, like, typically, oh, you get these free rewards, but if you pay us money, you get these extra cool rewards that are worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they did in bloody... I, I assume they still got it in Destiny 2. Yeah, but, but um, I mean, like, I I do feel that, like, it's without, like, the the paid element to it, it is, like, somewhat a battle pass, or, what, like, how would you describe it? Because, like, it does have a lot of these features, except for, like, the second, no, like, it's, premium it's just, tier. it's just seasonal content. It's just seasonal content. It's like um, how you can actually have seasons in Diablo 3. You just reset and go from you know just get max gear max you do all these achievements and shit like that it's just you know this is just seasonal it's just an event well, i mean this is a bloody long season don't get me wrong <laughs> um but yeah it's it's just uh, yeah that, that that that's just it it's just seasonal content mm-hmm. so when when it's over it's over you can't do it again i mean like um yeah, like the 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 the, 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 the looking detective stuff sort of thing is definitely like yeah, I do like I think that like the you know do the challenges earn XP sort of thing, or like earn points so that with the points you can get like these rewards. They do remind me a lot of the battle pass, but of course, as you say, without like the the money thing. Um, yeah. But anyway, so like basically, like you could skip past all of the puzzles sort of thing and then get straight towards the, the end fight. I didn't actually do the end fight. I might have to like go back this week and like try. Oh. Is it? Is it good? Is that what's your opinion? Did you try it? So there's a couple of things wrong with it, um, mm-hmm. and it apparently it bugged out for me because actually no, I don't want to spoil it for you. I, you know, a couple of things bugged out for me. Um, there's a few conceptual choices that I don't agree with, but aside from that, um, it's what I would rather have for a boss fight in Warframe rather than just tank and spank. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I, like, I'm curious. I'm curious. A boss fight that's not just, like, you know, big, tank big, mess. Yep, that tank and spank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm curious. Um, New content coming out in November. Um, I'm curious to see what it will be. Like, this time, like, not following death streams, all that, all that sort of stuff. On the one hand, like, I mean, like, I didn't really do that all that much before, but, like, now I'm not really doing that all that much. It's, like, it's really curious to see, like, like, I often think back because, like, I'm, I'm doing Genshin right now. I'm doing Ghost of Shima. Both are kind of, like, reaching reaching the conclusion sort of thing because in Ghost of Shima, I've unlocked my fourth class already. So, like, I've gotten all the classes locked out. It's it's a fun multiplayer, but obviously it's, like, not that big. It's, like, a full life service game. Um, and, then of course, Genshin Impact is, is fun. But, like, as you said, like, the um, the combat system is a bit weird. Like, as you said, it's, like, the, the clicking thing. 
It's just clicking, 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 and it's just like hammer, hammer, hammer sort of thing. And then one thing that I find is um, it's a bit weird the way that they do their XP system. So like you can gain XP from like defeating enemies, but because it's a gacha game, they kind of like want you to buy books and sort of thing. So like basically the only real way to actually level is like use these books to like boost up the XP. Because if you just defeat like a, a big level enemy, you get like 20 XP or something. It's like nothing. So you literally cannot re rank any characters. And that, that, that kind of takes the fun out of like leveling for me because it's like, Oh, I'm fighting this big, big bad guy. It's like you take him down. It's like, oh, he was so strong. It's like 12 XP. It's like, oh, fuck yeah. What did I do that for? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I think potentially the, the, the real reason to play Genshin Impact is actually for the plot and no other reason. Like, there, mm -hmm. there, there, there are so many things, like the, the gacha mechanics that just feel. <laughs> But like to me, it's just such a single-player game. A, a game that I really want to play, and I'm tempted to go and buy this, is actually Raft. Mm. You know, so it's the survival game where you're floating on, like you, you build your own raft. You got to deal with shark attacks and shit like this. Because like I, I watch Markiplier and his two friends Bob and Wade play it together, and it just looks like an absolute laugh. Right. But it it'd have to be something that I think like I'd have to play with multiple people. Anyway, um, yeah, no, like I I I would just love to do like a stream or something with people, like just playing raft and stuff. But that, know, that sounds cool. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, I wouldn't be able to do the streaming part, but you get the idea. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, dude, like it would be a really fun thing. Um, the thing which I love about like the um, um the the stuff that I've been seeing coming out with Among Us is that like. Uh, at first, I thought like, okay. So like, Among Us, like a lot of people have been have been have been playing it, and like a lot of YouTubers have been playing it. Like, literally, like ten people. <clears throat> you need ten people together to play it. And one thing which like, what which like really got my attention is that some videos just include like everyone's cameras. Which I remember like whenever I think that at one point like you helped me with like a pilot for like a, a podcast sort of thing or an interview thing very early on, and I was like, uh, like that's that's like ages ago. It was so cringy. Uh, I might still have the footage on like a very old PC. Um, okay. but it was like, um, it was like, I was, I was speaking with you about like, oh yeah, I kind of want to do this interview thing. And then like, I want, I want you to record yourself and me to record myself. And you're like, well, you can't really expect your guests to re record themselves yeah, and then yeah, send yeah. the file to you because you know, you know, that's like, they may not have the time. They may not have the internet connection speed, you know, all that sort of stuff. So you got to record. And so I was like, how the fuck do they do this? Like 10 people record their cameras. But basically what I do is like everyone streams it. And, like, for the videos, like, they just use each other's streams. I was like, dude, this is such a cool concept. Just, like, play it with, like, a bunch of people on stream. If you want to make a video yeah. and, like, get other perspectives, just, like, go to their stream, grab the old, yeah. like, grab the footage. Like, oh, it's so cool. So, like, something like this uh, could also really work well. Like, I don't know how well it could work, but it seems to work really well. Something which I really, really like about this raft idea um, when it comes to, when it comes to, like, survival um, is that you're tied to this raft sort of thing. As compared to like, if you do Minecraft, um, what's what's what kind of tends to happen is that you know one person starts building the house and the other people like the other person just like starts digging down, the other person just fucks off and then comes back yeah. with horses and shit. It's like, well, we're really like, I mean, it's fun, but yeah, you're not really playing together as a team. It's like, oh hey, you you are there, and like I can't imagine on this raft that someone is just gonna like swim off and just like fuck off into nowhere and then come back. With, no, like, I mean like you, you would drown. Like so, the cool thing about raft is like. You've got to sort out your food. You've got to uh, sort out your hydration. Um, you've got to sort out like all this sort of stuff. It's it's, it's really 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 interesting. Mm -hmm. So, but anyway, should we should we move forward yes. uh, from this? 
Yes, let's do so. Um, so today, this week has been like a bit of a bit of a quiet week. There's not much going on, uh, but we do have two interesting topics for you guys. Um, one is Genshin Impact leaking players' mobile numbers, um, which is quite interesting. And the topic number two is Konami hates Hideo Kojima so much that they are actively sabotaging games that he made for them. So. Those are the, top, the, the the two topics for this week. Uh, I think we've just gone over what what, what we've played, sort of thing. Um, so uh, let's get into the community comeback, also known as the YouTube comments. Uh, first comment uh, that we got was from um, Edward Paddock, who said, "Well done, thank you, we appreciate that." Second comment. Okay, that was. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Sorry. You know, you know, I, I like hey, so someone goes out of the way to say well done. I think that we got to say thank you. Like, we appreciate that. You're welcome. Second comment. This is a really interesting one by a female. Um, last week, we, sp- we, uh, we spoke about Apple and we spoke about, like, you know, how, um, uh, how like, the, uh, like, there was some random tangent where, like, the Apple iPhone has, like, this thing. If you swap out parts, then, like, oh, yeah. you know, like, it will, it will have malware in there that will, like, glitch out sort of thing. So, like, kind of companies, like, refusing to, like, have, have people, like, have their thing. Also, Facebook with the Oculus thing where you can't use it if you're not signed in sort of thing. Like, why are companies so evil? Uh, and a female wrote on that. On the topics of Apple, did you know that in ancient times, um, every fruit was called an apple? This is why uh, identifying fruits in old texts is so difficult, since all of them are just called apples. Um, another fact on apple and apples, in Latin, in Latin, the term apple is malice, but it can also mean bad or evil. So, you know, next Apple Thanks iPhone that you buy, and Latin could be an evil iPhone, which, I mean, hey, how relevant. <laughs> I actually didn't know, like, I actually, like, like I mean, like, I... Like there's no citation, but I trust a female. I didn't know that like apple um, like was like the the common name for fruits. But hey, the more you know. So anyway, the first thing um, that they touch on is like a more serious statement on Apple. They probably don't care uh, about their history, but it makes me have this question: Why do you think that companies, specifically large known ones, develop into this almost stereotypical malevolence? And is it money, control, losing oneself, a change in leadership, the desire for more? Um, I actually thought this was a really interesting question because, like, I mean, like, we've brought up, like, EA and Activision a couple of times on stream as well, where it's, like, they're doing practices which, like, can clearly be seen or just, like, bad practices. Like, why do these companies, which I can't imagine that, like, Activision or EA, like, I think they kind of started out, like, as, like, a small group of people, like, making a game, too. It's, like, how does it happen? Why do you think that, like, companies tend to develop into these these structures, like, these stereotypical uh, bad companies? Like... What do you think, Drew? So I think the sorry, l- l- boil boil it down for me again. Boil down the the question. Okay, so like what we often see with, I mean, like like like, like okay, if we take a look at Apple, like it's clear mm-hmm. that they've kind of like straight up straight very far from like the, the origin where it's like two guys in like a garage making computers to defeat the bad IBM and open mm-hmm. the power to the user. But over time, they've changed into like what Apple has become today. And you look at yes. companies like EA and Activision, who also probably didn't start out the way that they are right now. So why do you think that like it seems that these companies, like as they grow bigger, develop into this like stereotypical malevolent big company sort of thing? Um, I, I think malevolent might not be the word that you're looking for. However, the uh, oh wait, no malevolent benevolent anyway sorry the, mm-hmm. so i think i think the big thing is that um power corrupts 
Mm-hmm. Right, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. It's just, uh, I don't know who came up with the original philosophy, but it is very accurate. You know, I mean, look at the state of affairs with Donald Trump going around suing people because you know he, he's suing the 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 oh god, the establishments that were counting the ballots because mm-hmm. they were false, you know, and shit like this. And it's just like fuck's sake, man. Just like, you know, and he has money to piss away. I mean, we've also had instances where uh, Blizz- Activision Blizzard firing God knows how many um, hundreds of people, right? Yet this year, you know, like paying paying their staff, uh, their testing staff peanuts when this year they've made some insane amount of money Mm-hmm. Off of microtransactions. Well, fucking, you know, give some of that to your employees. Yeah, like, like, they're the ones doing all the hard work. Yeah, re- remember the time when we reported on like the the eight hundred people that got laid off so that they could exactly. like report like this uh, this great great <laughs> profit that they made in like the first quarter or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, why don't you put your money where your mouth is, mm-hmm. right? And actually say, oh yeah, we've got this great profit and we're gonna spend it on making our products better mm-hmm. you know but they, they don't care and a lot of it comes down to greed you know a lot of it comes down to like oh i will i'll, I'll have this insane amount of money and i'll just sit on it and like why what are you gonna fucking do with it you just you know mm-hmm. the, you know, the number of people that buy properties right and then they charge astronomical rent Right, I got kicked out of one of my old flats, like not not the last one, the one before that, mm-hmm. because the estate agent told the landlord that they could increase the rent from seven fifty a month to one thousand a month, right? Yeah. Pounds, yeah, and. All the estate aid, and this was because there was a building across the way that was opening up, and it was um, like these, these premium accommodations were charging one thousand a month. Everyone got kicked out of that um, of the apartment complex that I lived in. Wow, right? everyone. Yeah, wow. I had other friends in other apartments that got kicked out, and. I then checked the properties months later, mm-hmm. right? And they were still available to rent. Oh. <laughs> right? So the estate agents, estate agents, like, I mean, if, if you're an estate agent and I'm, you're listening to this, right? Um, this is a horrible sweeping statement. Every estate agent I have ever had any dealings with are a piece of shit. Every single mm. one of them, right? They, what you call Oh, I'm due to move in next week. Where's the contract? I need to sign the contract. Oh, it's not ready yet. We agreed I'd move in next week. I had to live on my, uh, what's got one of my friend's floors. He had to have all of my stuff while I waited for an estate agent to bloody do the contract. And I had to sleep on his floor for two weeks. Damn. Right? Dude. Uh, who else? Like, you know, I've, I've had all sorts of weird and wonderful crap like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, estate agents turning around saying like, "Oh yeah, you f- you failed." I like, I failed the um 
the the background check. It's like, hold on. How <laughs> I failed the background. Right. I'm the one with the job. The other person I'm living with doesn't have a job. They haven't failed the background check, but I have. <laughs> right? And it's it's all sorts of crap like this. Honestly, like, and estate agents, mm. the, the last place I had, they gave me the contract uh, two days before I was due to move in. Wow. Yeah. This one, um, I got the contract the same week I put in for it. But the the difference is the, the years between um, the two places, the UK government under Theresa May brought in a law that stated that estate agents were no longer able to charge tenants administration fees they had to charge the landlords and the landlords are the finite resource so they could go well you're shit i'm gonna go with this estate agent instead Mm -hmm. you know so it then put all estate agents in direct competition with each other Mm. interesting interesting yeah i think one one good thing that came out so looking at the looking at like where the where the shift tends to happen sort of thing like again like i don't know i'm there's like some bug flying around. No idea where yeah, it came from. <laughs> but um, so like, if I think about like, where does this idea come from? And let's say, and let's take for example, like your your estate agent, like where they where they just like kicked you out and like up the rates to like a thousand mm-hmm. to, to, to from seven fifty to a thousand pounds. Like that's insane. It's like kicking everyone out. It's like all your customers, like boom, go away, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like. Why would you do that? And like, how? What, and what would turn someone to do that? And like, uh, I try to think like, whenever it comes down to like, um, when people would start out, like, I don't think anyone that like just starts out their business that just starts out with like they just invested into something, they're, they're just starting out with their first customers. I don't think they would treat their customers that way because like, if you do, then probably like you know, you're not gonna have a good business. Um, I think the only yeah. reason why people tend to do that is because they feel they can. So like, look at yeah. look at your sage agents. They were like, well, we can like. We can keep them right here, and we can have like seven fifty a month, or we can kick them out, and then we can get new people in, and then we have a thousand a month. And they probably thought they were they were pretty certain that they could get a thousand a month. And they were like, "Well, let's go for it because you you guys are replaceable." And I feel that that's something which um, definitely is uh, is something which can very likely happen when like things scale up because of like first off the reason that. Um, it's possible. Like, let's say, like, let's let's combine. Let, let's look at like a YouTube channel, for example, which like I know a little bit more of. Like, let's say I started a new YouTube channel. And I have like you're my first subscriber. Like, you drew on my yeah. first subscriber. And, like, you're not happy with my videos. Then if I'm not making you happy with my videos, then oh my god, I could lose a hundred percent of my viewer base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I do all my I do my very best to like keep you happy. But then like, let's say that you know I get like a million subscribers and you're not happy with it. And I'm like, well, you know, if you lose you, I still have like. 900,000, I got, I got a bunch of them. Yeah. It's like, that's fine. I can do without that. Uh, so I think that that like op- opportunity, that possibility is something which is like a danger with that being open once companies get bigger. But at the same time, I think it's also, um, if I create the channel sort of thing, or like, like let me, let me like, I find with my channel sort of things, because like, it's my thing that I created. It's the thing that I really, really deeply care about. I want to create the best thing for it sort of thing. Um, but I also know that like whenever I do jobs sort of thing where I'm like what I'm hired for, uh, especially when they're when they were like like student jobs sort of thing, where it's just like, you know, you sign a contract, it's like you can do everything wrong and we're paying you minimum wage. Like I'm not feeling like, you know, it's like I'm not feeling as passionate as I feel about, you know, my 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 my, my, my own business sort of thing. So 
I think that like especially if you if the, if the company grows big enough that you know you can treat people that way and still turn a profit sort of thing where people are like or these things are like expendable and at the same time you have the opportunity like you have people within the company who's it's not their company sort of thing so they can just like well you know let's see if I can make the most profit let's see if I you know if I kick out all these tenants and then like get like instead of 750 a month a thousand that could get me like a bonus it's like and if like this company goes down you know i can show other companies that i made this much profit for this company and i'll just move over i think that the combination yeah. of these especially when that happens within management sort of thing can definitely definitely be a very dangerous combination which can turn a company to not really care about its customers and be more focused on profit because these two things that's what i feel yeah i mean it's like oh god who said it in yeah, Blue Demon said that, you know, it's called a moral compass. Um, you know, some people do stuff um, for the betterment of their customers and their employees, mm -hmm. whereas people just do it because, oh, I want to line my pocket, you know. So. Yeah. Um, should, we, should we move forward? Yeah. Okay. So um, the next part of that question, because we're still in the in the comments from uh, Fime, says, yeah. the second part of the question may be somewhat personal. So... You know, if you, if you don't feel like answering it, you don't have to. But are either of you ever bothered with the fear of losing yourself, becoming like the examples that are often talked about within the Framecast, so like becoming like these companies? Like, let's say uh, that like if our channels grow so big, um, could we mayhaps like uh, lose yourself? Um, like if our channels become so big, are, are we afraid of the chance that, you know, the power that we get from our channels would corrupt ourselves to like make less than moral decisions because we can I am not afraid of that because of one thing, and mm -hmm. that's the people that I engage with on the regular. Mm -hmm. My friends would prevent me from doing something that bad. Don't get me wrong. There, there, there are a number of times where I do feel I'm not allowed to think a certain way. I'm not allowed to say, like, oh, such and such is wrong. Such and such is perfectly acceptable. Like, because I'm afraid of offending someone. And it's like, you know, um, a good friend of mine has the the, the philosophy, uh, offense is not given, it is taken. Mm -hmm. right? And I agree with this, but I do have to watch what I say and or do very carefully because... I'm at risk of pissing someone off, mm -hmm. not intentionally. And I do feel one thing I'd love to do is if I that position of um, big numbers or what have you, am I breaking up at all? Uh, a little bit, but you know, it's, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, okay, cool. But if, um, ever in a position where I got big numbers to support me over, the first thing I would do is take that finances and like hire a full-time right so mm -hmm. then I could produce videos frequently and still have my day job I do love my day job yeah I really genuinely do mm -hmm. no and gone no, definitely. I I think it's also a really great way to like ground yourself, sort of thing, um, because like if you 
Um, like I, I strongly believe that regardless of what you do or how far you get ahead uh, with things, like you should always do like more than one thing sort of thing. Because like if that one thing like succeeds so much, it's like, you know, you, you, you can kind of like lose sight of who you are because like, oh, this thing of part of me is so good. And it's like, what about the other parts of you? But also like if that one thing like really feels pretty hard, you also have like another side of you where like, hey, you know, at least I still have my day job and like actually things have been going pretty well there. And, you know, we made some good progress. So like, you know, I think it's always good to like, not put all your eggs in one basket, and especially, like, with a scenario where, like, a channel would blow up, like, it could also be a great way to, like, ground yourself, interact with people that don't have anything to do with, like, this YouTube or, like, Twitch stuff. That that That's a really, really good point, is, like, don't um, have all your eggs in one basket, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I've seen so many content creators, like, they, they rely so heavily on YouTube mm -hmm. when you have another jake paul or logan paul scenario um and you get another adpocalypse you know you're the one that suffers for it right no. if you have something like youtube twitch patreon kofi actual merchandise where's your hat um <laughs> you know like then you're diversifying your revenue streams and you're keeping yourself safe yeah yeah, mm. like likewise, it's so the, one of the big things, the reason why you work for a company uh, like I do, or you, you go work for a supermarket or you go work for Apple, something like that. The reason why you do that is because it gives you job security. Mm -hmm. But one of the big things in being a content creator is you don't have that job security. You have this huge risk. Um, yeah, you get the point. No, definitely. Um, and I mean, you've seen that with many kids. And like, like, unfortunately, we haven't really seen a great YouTube competitor and like Mixer just went away. So uh, right now you kind of have like, if you want to do content creation, you have YouTube and Twitch. Um, you know, YouTube has thrown around the apocalypse and Twitch is now thrown around like the DMCA stuff, which is like, oh boy, interesting time between the two platforms. But um, I know that like we have a great Discord and like if it comes down to it, you know, I'll just like stream to like 25 people in like a Discord call or something. I'll just be like, <laughs> guys, join my Discord call. This will be the stream. Everyone just like type in this like Discord channel or we'll do it for Skype if that works. Oh, Team God, speak. No, we'll just like I'll just officially narrate everything. It's like, oh I I'm I'm running down the hallway now. I'm shooting my gun and hey, how's it going? Oh shit, I just died. <laughs> there's always there's always ways to figure it to, to to get around it. But like yeah, don't put all your your eggs in one basket. Um There was a there was a story recently about BitChute. I can't remember what it was. I have heard um, something something about that. That seems to like BitChute seems to be some sort of like like, hold on, I need to look it up. Like, I think it's so, some sort of competitor or something, like something that's it, trying to it be. It is. It's like a peer-to-peer -peer service mm -hmm. um, for uh, YouTube. But something happened recently. I think it was a case of like all the uh, domain names were like being blocked and things like this. Or I can't remember what it was. It was. It was absolutely mental. Anyway. Here, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not able to very quickly find something, but um, yeah, I've heard about it, but it, it's not that mainstream. Anyway, um, coming back to the question of like, am I afraid that like, let's say that my channel grows, would that corrupt or like, am I afraid of that corruption? Um, I mean, like, it's that like, it's definitely something which I think I should be afraid of. Um, not that I think that I would necessarily have the tendency to to like be corrupted. But I don't think it's something which like should be underestimated because 
I don't necessarily think that everyone that like works for these companies or did things that turned the company a little bit uh, bad did it in like the full conviction of like, mm, I'm going to do something that will go against my morals. It might be that they were very clearly thinking about like, hey, this is this is what I think is a good thing to do. Even like, 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 who knows, like in some, some weird twist away, like a lot of times people act, people that add in bad ways actually in their minds are like the hero of their own story. Yeah. So they believe it's their good Every, thing. Everyone's the hero of their own story. Yeah. So um, that is why, like, um, I think that I should always, like, be be careful with it, be on the lookout for it, because, like, let's say that, you know, like, I, I, I could be on, on the wrong sort of thing. Um, I do think that, like, one we, one good way in which, like, I try to, um, um, I try to prevent that is, like, my strategy with, like, YouTube and Twitch, and, like, I'm not saying that this is a smart one at all, or, like, whether it is the right one at all, but, like, the thing that I believe in is that, like, I want to, I want to, like, build a strong foundation and build on forward for that, so, like, as an example, like, the Twitch stream that we do right now, or, like, Twitch streams that I'm doing, if you're not watching this live, on Twitch, that's if you slash me show post map, um, the thing that I do right there is, like, I'm not one that will instantly go for numbers, I'm not one that will, like, farm directory sort of thing, I'm not one that will, like, try to like grow the channel as fast as I can with like as many people as many hosts sort of thing um because what I found is that like if you if you try and like strive for like the biggest growth like the connection with like your audience is going to be like far less which means that like the chance that like your audience will drop you is like far higher which I've seen happen multiple times with like various big big channels but at the same time it's also like what I know right now whenever I stream on Twitch right now it's like I'm very happy to, like, say, like, what I feel right about saying because, like, I know that, like, even if I do say something which, like, is a little bit fucked up because I didn't know it was, like, fucked up or, like, it didn't quite work out, I know that, like, my community knows who I am and they'll be like, hey, you know, hey, this thing that you did, like, hmm, you know, maybe you should change it. But, like, they know me and I really, really like yeah. that because because of that, like, you'll have a community with you where it's, like, you can just like you can make a mistake, but they all like they're also not afraid to tell you whenever you do something wrong. And like whenever they tell you something like you're canceled, it's like, hey, you know, dude, like you did something wrong. And likewise, I have you, I have like Sandy, I have Joey, I have like also like a bunch of people that don't engage with YouTube that kind of watch my videos that will like reach out to me. It's like, hey, dude, what's going on here? Uh, and I really, really like that because like I've also seen content creators, like way bigger content creators, that like, get super big and then like they're afraid of their communities and like they're afraid that anything they do they'll get hate on like i don't think that like that is like a really great environment because first of all like that sets you up to like oh they hate me but at the same time like the idea that your community hates you also might push you to like do things which like hey if they hate me anyway i might as well do this and like if they're hating on me because i actually did something wrong it's just because they they hate me every time it's like well that's not really like a healthy way to do this so, like i'd rather like build it up like a good foundation that like can respond to me and like i can take serious sort of thing then like shoot for immense power and be like ah i'm just gonna do what i think is right and then just like blow it all up like whenever the first i i remember when i was at tenocon i think it was 2017 mm -hmm. and i said some like someone asked on twitter what do you think is like have uh it come to warframe and things and i very succinctly stated that people that want um universal vacuum are lazy right mm -hmm. and they should just play the goddamn game right um however de did bring in universal vacuum and 
You know, it's fine. It, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I said this, and I ended up starting effectively um, a Twitter turf war <laughs> between myself <laughs> and uh, everyone that like pro Universal Vacuum. And Loz just comes up to his foot landmine. Don't stand on it. <laughs> and like in part, this is what I was referring to earlier. Like I have to be mindful of the stuff I say, but. Yeah, anyway. I mean, I mean, like honestly, like I can, I mean, like you recently helped uh, help me out in a situation like that as well, where like I posted something on Twitter which I thought was a little bit sensible, even though like I was a little bit annoyed, and then like people got like extremely mad about that. I was yeah. like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, and like in the case, so like, uh, what Blue Demon says, only ignorance will be offended by words. Ah, like. The thing that I feel when it comes to like taking things offense, like like for me the most important thing is like my is intent. So it's like if I intend to like hurt you with the thing that I say, then it's like then that is a bad thing. And then like you know, if, like that's that's the most important thing. If I say something like 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 I de- I don't know the context for you, and like it's like oh this is really bad. Like the moment that you tell me like I should stop. If my intent is not to hurt you, then like you know how could I have known? And then like you know if you adjust your behavior, then like that's fine. But I think that like. Intent is very important. And, like, when it comes to... My intent when it comes to, like, Twitter is, like, most of the time to keep it, like, a silly place. Um, and, like, whenever I posted something, which is, like... I was a little bit, a little bit like, annoyed with things. I just wanted to, like, have fun on the internet. And, like, that was kind of being withheld. And then when I said, like, I just wanted to have fun on the internet. And people, like, started hating on it. It's like, yeah, you know, my the point of Twitter is just, like, have fun. And if people start hating on the things that I post, like, what's the point for me keeping it up? Um, but whenever it's, like... I mean, like, the universal vacuum thing. Like, it, like I could see me taking that, like make like an entire like joke video about it it's like oh anyone that uses it's lazy just like use it as a meme and then when i use it as a meme and people get a little bit upset it's like well we're just like cracking jokes at it like i'm not intending to like ah you 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 person that uses it you are the most laziest warframe player in the world it's like (laughs) i mean even if i say that the only way that i can like say that is like as a meme um but yeah i mean like when people are actually serious and taking it serious like that's never a conversation i'm gonna dive into especially on Twitter, because I'm like, no, 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 no. They're not going to be convinced. There's no point in this other than just, like, make people angry. Let's just yeah. step out of it. Back away, back away, and just move on with our lives. Just back it up, back it up. My mm-hmm. daddy taught me good. I'm backing up. Sorry. <laughs> I think that, like... Well, no memes. I think that definitely, when it, especially when it comes to, like, the power of YouTube sort of thing, I think that a lot of, like, danger cases are when, like, people are entirely, like, surrounded by people that are in this YouTube space or this creator space and not, like, someone outside of it. They can be like, hey, hold on, guys. What's going on here? And when people, like, very quickly rise to, like, a certain level where they're, like, you know, like, they don't take that gradual growth process and they're, like, they're all of a sudden in this place where, like, everyone admires them. Like, oh, you know, I can do whatever. It's like, well, you know, yeah. maybe. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Afima says more. <laughs> I told you, there was so much in this, in this comment. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. Money is an interesting invention. Is an interesting invention, they say. There are periods in history and cultures where money was not used. There was an idea of trading things or just taking care of yourself. Over time, money became a global need, let's say. So, so much so that many countries have their own currency, which is equal to different amounts of other currency from other countries. This alone should be factually enough to show how crazy people are about money or how important it is. But money is just an idea that performs as a system uh, the, that performs as a system, and technically and is technically not paramount, or is it? People tend to be so infatuated with money that um, that at this point, could money exist to keep people in control, a good control, a way to keep order? Since there's a lot of people who don't understand fairness, who lack self control, and who would go mad and murder over toilet paper. I think we almost saw that happening at the start of this year. 
Um, so yeah, what, what, what do you think about money? What's your, um, money is simply a tool that is used to buy goods and services for like equivalent exchange. Mm -hmm. Right. It is not the most important thing in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is still very useful. Yeah. Right? It's still uh, very powerful to be able to say, I, you know, um, I'm buying this loaf of bread for this amount of money. Mm-hmm. However, the problem is people like to hoard money. They like to just hold on to all of the money and fuck everyone else, right? Which is wrong on a multitude of different levels. I personally feel that there are loads of people that need to let go of this mentality and they should be sharing the wealth of the land, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, does that does that answer the question? Does that make sense? I can see that. Yeah, like yeah. I I think that when it uh, when it comes to money, especially in today's world, um, it is a very key tool, uh, in the sense of like, how could you how could you let's say, um, if it wasn't there, how could you like walk up to like um the supermarket and say like, hey, I wanna I wanna get this loaf of bread. And I just wrote like so many lines of code for for the company I work at, so that equates to like that I can buy this bread, that I can have this bread now. And the cashier is like, "Hell yeah!" And there, it's like it's gonna be kind of tough. Like back in the back in the early early day when it was like, "Hey, I have cow. You have like you can build house. You want cow for house sort of thing." Like that trade can work, but like with the complex jobs and like the different varieties of jobs that we have right now, it's a very handy tool. And I think that like one of the things which like makes people obsess about it is like it's a point system, you know? It's like you can have one money, you can have two money, you can have three money, you can have more money. And it's like, you know, it's it's just like people with like in games where they're like, you know, they have points and they have things that they can get. Some people just want to like min-max it and they want to get as most as they can because they can see that tally go up. And it's like, you know, for some people that works as a motivator, for other people it it doesn't. Um I think that like, you know, it's it's like it's just a tool as far as I I'm concerned about it right now and i don't think that like unless there is some crazy weird invention crazy weird idea some very fallout system behind it i don't think it could very well easily be replaced especially with like the complexity of the jobs and a wild variety of the jobs that we have right now well no i i think realistically the 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 biggest problem we have this is this is getting like so uh philosophical but mm-hmm. i think the biggest problem we have is greed Right, we all, we always want stuff. We always want more. You know, like for example, if there was no money, if we lived in a oh God, I'm trying to remember. I think it's like post energy scarcity society, where basically you can just get stuff for no effort whatsoever. So like the the replicators in Star Trek, mm-hmm. right? then there's no need for money. There's no need for wealth because you could just, I want a TV. Give me TV. You know, there you go. There's a TV. You don't have to worry about where it came from. It's just there now. So things like, um, 
oh god i have to remember i think it's fusion mm-hmm. nuclear fusion was it fission i think it might be fission i'm not quite sure one of them which is like it produces more energy than it takes to to create the reaction like whenever we get that uh cold fusion yeah i'm pretty sure it's fusion actually so whenever we get fusion whenever we crack fusion like you know then all the um uh, the energy power plants whatever they, they, they all just basically become redundant because it costs less to produce the energy than the energy that comes out of it mm-hmm. so like it, it instantly like negates so much I, I, I do think that, like, that's one of the... That's a very interesting thing you bring up because also, like, what we're looking at, like, I'm studying AI right now, and, like, one of the things that people often um, talk about, like, especially in science fiction, but it could be a truth, like, we, we, we actually don't know how long this will go... How long from now on this will happen. I don't think it's, like, anywhere near on the horizon, but who knows whenever it could happen. Um, is like, when AI comes to such a stage where it can take over... Uh, a large part of jobs. So, like, let's take a look at. Yeah. I mean, like, we're we're already looking like at self-driving trucks. Like, if the, if trucks can be like AI-driven, like that's a huge, huge like market or like a huge like um part of like people's jobs that's just being taken taken out and replaced with rope with like AI. Um, and then look at like um, look at like things like factory work. I think there's a lot of people that do things like factory work. And right now, the reason that like you have people do factory work jobs is because there are there are still some tasks which like robots can do because like there's like okay you got to stack this thing like sometimes like the robot like like the, the assembly line produces something a little bit different and you got like you got to work around it but if AI comes to a stage where it can deal with that too um, then you might not need a physical job somewhere and like that might go on until a point where like basically all the jobs that we have today that we can imagine today can be taken over by an AI machine because like when it comes to like physical capabilities like machines are really ahead of us because you know they're stronger than yeah. we are but also like if you take a look at like the way that you know your mind works in a way that you know like um AI is striving to um to like become like like a artificial general intelligence or like something like your mind like what they're trying to do is like basically become the problem solver that you are right now like if you're coding you are a problem solver because you have problems and you're you're solving them if i'm making a video i have the problem of i don't have a video and i want to have a video how do i make a video that like does these and these and these things and like if i can have an ai that can sort that out then like you know my job is gone and if that happens like first of all like it would be on the one hand a great time because no one needs to work anymore and the society can still run but at the same time what are we gonna do and if your job is being taken away like how are you gonna get paid and like if all the jobs are already done then like do you still need to get paid so i think that like again this could be like hundreds of years into the future or tens of years into the future like again like people are very very undecided about that and like even like within like the expert communities like no one really knows i don't think it's like very nearby um but um i mean like that would definitely be an interesting time i don't know if i'll be alive for that but like i that will definitely be an interesting time especially to see like how how money is going to work in that era because you know normally money is given on for jobs and if you don't have jobs to do then what do you do um so i think at that point in time again we're looking at very much like star trek kind of scenarios where Mm -hmm. you're you've either got the ability to do anything you want so be it hobby based stuff or um learning based stuff you know basically you're you're out to better mankind as opposed to better your own wallet 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, like when it comes to, I think that that is like on the on the topic of money. Um, there is one more thing, and then we're, then we'll get into the topics, <laughs> uh, which is number three. Xeno mentioned um, these silly and unnecessary terminology that serves as terrible synonyms for the already established and commonly used simple words. Um, so, like you, you mentioned that some words, so, 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 yeah, so yeah. some words got changed. One for server, which is like ridiculous. Yeah. Some sort of like, yeah. like yeah. Availability um, zones. Yeah. Yeah. That reminded me of human development. I cannot confirm that this terminology is a devolving situation, but it most certainly isn't development. <laughs> Uh, with all that is happening, the planet's still roaming in its course unknown, EA being terrible, Apple being acting apathetic towards their own origin, etc. If you look back in history, how much uh, do humans actually develop aside from their technological discoveries? People hardly agree on morals. Uh, on the morals, they, they set standards that don't matter, and it ultimately seems that humans uh, alter between these two things uh, with every generation. Also, would you say that technology should only develop in a course that does not call, cause moral conflicts, or if or is moral conflict a good part of development? This is really getting philosophical. <laughs> yeah, I think this is too philosophical for for like now. I mean, fuck, we're nearly yeah. an hour in. We haven't even hit the topics. Yeah, um, shall we hit the topics? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, let's hit the topics. Let's hit the topics. Sorry, sorry to skip this, but like, yeah. This, I mean, like we've we've like I feel I feel we've answered that that, that comment like decently enough. If you want to have more screen time for your comment, leave a comment below. <laughs> Damn, like, but thank you, thank you for that comment. All right, let's get into the headliner of today: Genshin Impact leaking players' mobile numbers. Have you played Genshin Impact? Have you added your mobile number to it? You might be in danger. Actually, who knows? Let's see here. Um, so some Reddit users have found a leak into the Genshin Impact password recovery system that allows people to retrieve any player's mobile phone number. If one clicks on Forget Password on the Genshin Impact side, uh, Genshin can send the codes to the associated phone number to, um, like, which is linked to your email address, so that you can get the code and sign in. Um, the problem is that it all that like when it sends out the code, in some cases it will like it will show the phone number with like stars on like the numbers, and in some cases it will just display the whole phone number theoretically, wow. allowing you to like if you know the 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 email that people use, you can just fill it in, forget password, and it will just like show the phone number linked to it if they have a phone number linked to it. So far, Genshin has not responded yet to uh, to this issue. Um, however, this leak only comes recently after uh, Genshin has updated the game uh, about their anti-cheat software, which has also been widely criticized. Um, the developer of Genshin, MiHoYo, I think it is, claimed that no data that like um, the um, the end. Okay, so like basically the anti-cheat software software um, would continue to run even after the game had been closed or uninstalled. So people were worried that it was spyware, which was just continuing to look at like the user's data. MiHoYo claimed mm. that no data was saved or uploaded and apologized for everyone that was confused who, who felt confused about it being spyware. They said it was just an anti-cheat system. They updated the game, so they updated the game so the uh, anti-cheat software software would actually close when the software was closed and actually uninstall when the game was uninstalled. However, wow. even after this update, the Japanese iOS users um, discovered that the game would still read their entire clipboards, everything they'd copied on their phone, every time they booted up the game. And the reason they were able to find out is because iOS 14 has like a new feature in beta, which like shows you whenever like some program tries to like read what's on your clipboard, and no response from that either. Fucking hell. So yeah, that is the that's the privacy situation around Genshin. Like I, oh god, why, 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 fucking why, just freaking, why must like this shit keep happening? Why must we have um crazy bloody um 
like backdoor software crap in in anything and it's just like it's just sniffing stuff out it's just like i don't oh god it's just exhausting i feel i feel it might be the result like of the of the arms race sort of thing between like um hackers of games and like the game's anti-cheat software sort of thing where it's kind of like a race to like the the highest level of control because at first like I don't know how how this all went down I'm not an expert on like hacker hacker history but I can imagine at first like people released their games and then some people would like change a little bit of, about the code sort of things so and then they kind of like did some low encrypt low low level encryption and then like they beat that and like it went higher and higher and higher and now anti cheat as we've seen with like Valorant and as we've seen with like Doom Eternal like they say oh right now we need like kernel level access and we need to like constantly scan the system because like people could be running something right before start and then they hit up the game it's already running and we can't notice it so we need this and we need this and we need this and because we have that right now um, you, like you have these anti-cheats which are so high up which we get so many permissions and at the same time right now like we don't know how secure they are because Anything made by humans can be broken by humans. And secondly, it's like we don't know exactly what they do because it's not like they, they, they'll they say that. It's not like they're like, oh, let's, let us run you through what our anti-cheat system does because for most people, they don't care. So, like, it's better for them to just, like, keep it hush-hush. Just like how recently uh, advertisers on iPhone were, like, like they're, they're advertising suing Apple because Apple now has, like, this thing in their new iOS where you can opt out of personalized advertisements. So, like, you will no longer have, like, a personal... Uh, uh, advertisement ID and like advertisers are like uh, suing Apple because that will lose them so much revenue and personalized ads because they can't track users anymore because they they reckon that most people when they're given the option will say no I don't want that I agree I think if people were asked like really in your face questions like you, you know the, the whole cookies scenario right mm -hmm. I don't think there should be an option that says Oh, yeah, I accept all cookies. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Show me the cookies. Yeah. Right? And, yeah, but they, they don't they don't fucking do it. And there's so many websites that say, oh, no, we need to have your cookies. You can't use the website if you don't have our cookies. I'm like, bullshit. All right? I'm a fucking web developer. I know for a fact you don't need my cookies. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, you, you know, you don't need a cookie on my machine. Like, it's it's just utter trust out of interest anyone from america right do you guys have to deal with the um gdpr cookie acknowledgement stuff that the uk so the 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 eu has to or because i know our websites they they, they don't check if you're in the eu or not they just do it they just ask yeah let's see blue damon uh... says no they don't have to deal with it uh, Hamster says, I came here for the cookies. Well, you can have all our cookies. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, yeah. like, like uh, actually, like, I can, I can affirm that, like, some websites will have that, but, like, I know that whenever I was in the States or whenever I use a VPN, it's like, I'll notice that some websites that I go to will no longer throw out, like, the do you want to accept all cookies sort of message. Um, and I was like, hey, that's interesting. Um, because, like, on the, like my first one was like, oh, how nice. Now I can just, like, get into, like, browsing right away. And my second one was like, well, basically, that, like, that's actually, like, like they're still going to use them. They're just not informing me about it. But, like, one thing which I found, like, I, I actually thought it was a good move from, like, the, the EU to, like, say, hey, we need to, like, restrict, like, the, the cookie thing and, like, allow people to, like, say yes or no to it. But the problem is, is that basically, like, these sites have done, like, okay, accept all the cookies or you can't access our site. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, that didn't really solve the problem. It just made a, it made an annoying pop-up come up. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I mean, the great thing is that, like, I mean, maybe it's great for but I just go and inspect the actual website and just go, mm. oh, what's this thing that's preventing me from doing this? Oh, delete it. Oh, now I can view the website. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, um, back to, like, Genshin. Um, like, I do think, like, I don't know, like, how much of this, like, incompetence, but I do think it's kind of, like, um, like, I don't know whether it is, well, of course, like, well, I don't know whether it's, like, people, like, trying to, like, really hard go after it with, like, because it's, like, a Chinese game, and, like, people always have the stigma with Chinese games, like, oh, they're going after your data sort of thing. Um, but at the same time, like, these leak, these sort of, like, data leaks sort of thing, where it's, like, they display a phone number when you're just, like, putting your email address, the fact that they're, like, you know, they, they have these anti-cheese software things, like, oh, my God, like, why? <laughs> I'm back, and you fuck it up. Yeah, it's just... Oh, yeah, Marco Lu said something about, like, the never-ending. We've updated our privacy policy email spam. Remember oh, that? God, yeah. 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 I, I get so many phishing emails to hack into, like, my uh, Apple account, my Amazon account, my PayPal account. I was like, I know this is fake because I don't have an Apple account. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't own any Apple products, so stop sending... And the thing is, the emails are, like, this fucking long. They're massive, right? Mm -hmm. And they're not consistent in structure. And I was like, this is just a fucking phishing email. Like, email provider, can you please recognize this faster? Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but I actually have, like, primarily two email addresses. One which is my private one, and one which is my public one. And my public one is the one that gets all... It just gets nothing but non-stop garbage. Oh. Okay, so if if you guys can like like if you find Casino's public email address, just send him a nice email saying like, hey dude, thank you so much for your great contents. Like he has like one email to look forward to to like read to. Be like, <laughs> Yay <laughs> But no, like I um like I have like a bunch of email addresses because like I set them up over the years and uh, yeah. there was a time when Gmail just came out and we made, we created, created some of them so like I always have one where I just like do trashy account stuff and then, like one for like le less trashy accounts and then one for like even less trashy accounts like I always like spread out like the the garbage phishing emails everywhere, um, but yeah it is, uh, it's. Uh, like 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 phishing emails like almost like like an entire entire other thing where where it comes to the to like the you know the um, uh, scammers sort of thing like I've been I've been I've been watching a lot of like these scam YouTubers these scam baiter YouTubers where they just like fuck with them so hard and it's so beautiful I love them um, but yeah it's um, what I want to say uh, oh yeah um, someone mentioned in chat where it's like uh, oh yeah Blue Demon says that's why I sold Genshin Impact on my PS4 instead of my PC and like I've actually been thinking about that too where it's like uh, even if you want a game on PC sort of thing um, it's like aren't are we getting to a time where like if you want to be secure sort of thing um, should you only game on like a dedicated gaming device so like only play on like a playstation or an xbox or like a mobile that's or a mobile or a pc which are only focused on games and don't have personal data because as you say like there was like last time you said like there were so many ways of like getting data from people um and like seeing like how many how many how much access these games have and how the anti-cheat software is like so much digging into your machine sort of thing that's almost like i'd be much happier to like throw it on a console where no there's no interesting stuff it's just like old games sort of thing it's like i don't mind if they read the data on there but like I would kind of mind. No, but you know. what if what if you've got like a credit card or something? Oh, that's true. On your on your console, 
just I, work I, with I, work with like buying the sixty dollar cards on like <laughs> on like yeah, the store and shelves like, and then turn them in with the codes. And then, but when I'm playing um, on my PC, like I do know that nowhere on the PC does it have records of my credit card. Right, mm -hmm. that's true. It's all like you know. If I'm using a service like Steam, it's housed at Steam. If I'm using a service like Amazon, it's housed at Amazon. Right, there's no mm -hmm. software on my, you know. But the the personal device, you know, like oh yeah, we're we're just gonna we're just gonna buy you uh five thousand uh books in Genshin Impact. Yeah, you you're fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, and your options are like, yes and hell yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> where, where, where's where's the no option? You know, oh. it's 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 ridiculous how like I I think it's really interesting. Like, where do you draw the line between? Oh god, how do I explain this? Where do you draw the line between acceptable? when it comes to technology and information, yeah. right? If this information is publicly accessible, fine, mm -hmm. right? Some Someone's put it on their Facebook account and you know they can easily get a hold of that information. Or if the information is on Twitter, fine. You know, they can publicly get a hold of that information, right? Um, and likewise, I think it's perfectly legal to have misinformation on social media. Like, yeah. You so Facebook turn around and say like, oh, you're bringing the terms and conditions because you you've got misinformation on you. Like, fuck off, then delete the account, right? Yeah. I'm not telling you my I'm not like, and this 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 was hilarious because like friends of mine were like, um, so one of the big things is I would never put my date of birth on any of these platforms, mm -hmm. right? And the number of times like people would go and genuinely hunt through my Facebook to find out when I was born was astronomical. Like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, do you guys have nothing better to do? And like, and then I was like, oh, look, I could, I could, I could prove to you the value of this. And my, my friends were like, oh, no, 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 you can't prove anything. I was like, I will hide my, um, my date of birth. And do you know what I did? I went on their profile, scroll down a shit done, control F, happy birthday. Oh, yeah, it's the 2nd of October. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is that is that is an easy way to do it. That is for sure an easy way to do it. Honestly, like the thing that I find, especially when it comes to Facebook saying, oh, you got to use real information. Like I've said it before. It's like I grew up with the Internet and the Internet was like a fun thing you'd use. But like it wasn't something you take too seriously. So like seriously, that's the way I view social media as well. It's like. It's just right now that because I do Twitter and YouTube that I have a Twitter, a Twitch and YouTube, which is why I have a Twitter, which is like in line with like these accounts. So like everyone can kind of find mm -hmm. me because I want people to find me. But when I was on Facebook and I was, when I was on Twitter, when I was a young kid and like I wasn't doing this shit, I would just use random, random ass names and just like, you know, sometimes have accounts like, you know, fuck with each other sort of thing or like use accounts like fuck with my friends sort of thing. And it's mm -hmm. like, because like it, it was just, it's, it's just a thing where it's like, oh, you know, you just do it for fun. Like I would never, ever, ever use a Facebook with like, like my real name my phone my address and sort of thing because like it's like yeah i don't want that online it's like fuck's sake no yeah. and if, like if like and if people are like but then i can't know when gets your birthday it's like well fuck you then it's like if, you, if you're my friend like you can just if come you up don't know already <laughs> yeah. yeah you could call me up and be like hey when's your birthday you could see me face to face and be like hey when's your birthday and write it down or you could like 
you know, those are things like if people really care, then they can ask you. And those are the people that I want to like know these things. And if people don't care about that, it's like, well, then, then you know. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, that is that is definitely where like I think this entire thing. Like, yeah, no, I would never use my real information really on on on, on, on the internet. And like the, the thing with like Facebook, the moment that they start asking for my phone number, it's like, well, fuck off. I'm not gonna use you ever again. Um, so yeah, I um, I definitely feel like. Um, Taking this back to Genshin, like, there is so much there that, that, that like, yeah, they're asking from you uh, these days. I do think, like, I've, like, adding phone numbers and stuff, like, I can definitely see this phone number thing being a glitch. But, again, it's, like, a very, very costly glitch. Like, seriously, this is very fucked up. Um, and, yeah, like, like the thing that I wonder when it comes to these concerns, when it comes to, especially also when we talked about anti-cheat software, which, like, has these, this very high-level access and which can be broken and which can be, like, reading things which, yeah. like, you don't know about. It's, like, I wonder, like, when, if, like... If this will become public concern, when do you think this will be public concern? Because, like, right now, if we're talking about this, I think that people, like, understand what, what this thing is. Like, they're kind of concerned, like, mm, maybe, I, maybe I'll watch out with this. Maybe I won't enter my phone number to Genshin. Maybe I'll, like, not play this game. Like, I didn't play Valorant because I was kind of afraid of, like, the anti-cheat thing. Um, and, like... Um, I, like, I think yeah, this will become a serious concern when someone plays Genshin Impact on their um not not specifically sorry an example like they play uh, some kid plays a video game either on their own computer or on their daddy's computer or their mommy's computer and then all of a sudden some really sensitive information has been leaked yeah you know um you know so i'm i'm probably some government security information or something like that as soon as that's leaked then there's gonna be a crackdown mm -hmm. actually like i'm yeah. also like i'm also kind of worried for like content creators and stuff with this but like i'm not going to explain why because i don't think that'd be wise um but i think that this definitely needs to be fixed asap um genshin can you can you uh type it in discord because i'm interested to know like, yeah what direction you're talking about and... yeah I'll uh, uh I'll send it to you in a moment. Um, let, let's see let's see what we have here. Blue Demon says I never use credit cards, only use bank transfers with a two days expiration date. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, like yeah, I mean like, I feel that like there there are people who know what what we're talking about sort of thing, and they're like yeah you know you're concerned you already like have several steps in place to, like not go uh, like, um to like protect yourself. But I like I know like a lot of people will just be like even if you tell them like oh that that cheat software is like such a high it's like. A lot of people just be like, yeah, so what? I don't care. It's like, because, like, what do I have to hide sort of thing? Um, um, so that is something where I can, where, where, like, I feel something, as Drew said, has to happen where, like, this negatively affects, like, a kid or their parents sort of thing where, where people become concerned about it because otherwise, like, they won't because... No, I, I, think, I think it has to be something outside of the control of the parent. So... You know, a kid is playing a game on their own computer, and then, you know, uh, or better yet, they're 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 using an app on their mobile phone, right? And then all of a sudden, it packet sniffs some crucial information off of the network, and um, uh, uh hold on. Oh, fuck. Um, I'm, I can, I can give 
a slightly different example from what you're highlighting. Mm. I mean, there there was um so uh Michelle's said something that uh I think is important. But like, you know, this doesn't need to be done through software as well. Like one of the the like big important things was do you remember the actress Jennifer Lawrence, mm. right? Yeah. She had her iCloud i think that's the name of the service oh yeah account that hacked, right because um she had uh she was using like you know so oh what's your mother's maiden name and you know or what's your date of birth and you could just look this shit yeah on wikipedia right <laughs> mm -hmm. like that that's typically why whenever i have um you know like a secret password or anything like that it's always something that has nothing to do with the actual question. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So I'm not just going to put my mother's maiden name because if I do become famous enough and people find out what my mother's maiden name is, right, then it's just going to become everywhere on the internet. Yeah. So I use something completely irrelevant. So, so this is so this sort of ask you is like, what's a, which Warframe do you hate the most? And you just like Oberon's like they'll never figure that out. <laughs> no, 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 no. You see, that's the thing though. You're yeah, still referring to an Oberon, like yeah. you're still referring to a Warframe. You know, like what's your uh, least favorite Warframe? Purple. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, like, 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 like those those have been like the those have been like seriously for like like, like the easiest thing where it's like, come on, you, you you shouldn't do that because if you do that, like it will be so easy to look up. It's like put two and two together but again like for a lot for a lot of people in the mainstream it's going to be very very hard to like see that because they're like oh yeah they asked this question i give answered makes sense it's like well yeah you know not really um so see, yeah the, th the thing the thing that um these services should do is let you create the question mm -hmm. right and the answer yeah yeah so if like so so you're asked a question that's like really fucking obscure yeah. right and then you know this can't be a question that this should not be a question so, that you've used anywhere else so like if it rains right. on a tuesday on the 3rd of uh in the 3rd of november on a tuesday afternoon and uh the dogs outside are barking to the cats whilst mice are running around what's your name and it's spinach it's like <laughs> Try and figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Uh, Tamara says said they made two hundred and forty million in the first month. Genshin Impact. So I'm gonna guess uh, if a fine comes out from the USA, it's gonna be like a million dollars. Uh, for the and like uh, when the USA likes to find big businesses, and those are just like that's just gonna be nothing. If the US finds like a million dollars, like oh they made two hundred forty million in the first month. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's. Honestly, like, the thing which I really like about, like, live services sort of thing is that, like, you can play together, you can play online sort of thing. On the other hand, which I kind of, like, dislike is that, like, it's it's no longer this thing where, you know, you have the cartridge, you plug it in, you play. It's, like, now there's, like, this extra dimension which, like, you got to make an account and, um, yeah, you got to trust the company to, like, be secure with your data. And especially if you're giving up valuable information when it comes to, like, hey, if you if you use your personal email address, when you if you use your personal phone number sort of thing or, like, more information than that, like... You're always at the mercy of like the company that stores that, and um, yeah, that is something which can be quite dangerous. Yeah, so. no, I completely agree. Anyway, yeah, it's it's very easy to break into these things. Yeah, want to move on to the next topic? Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
that's my topic. Yeah. So I need to scroll down. Okay, Konami and Hideo Kojima. Mm-hmm. Right. So Konami hates uh, Hideo Kojima um, and loves slot machines so much that they are actively sabotaging games that he made for them. Hideo Kojima is well known as one of the uh, gaming's most reliable and inventive creators. Reliable? <laughs> okay. Hey, you said it. You said it. <laughs> well, I mean, Sourcer said it. Yeah. From rock-solid gameplay, ridiculous characters of the multiple in the Metal Gear series to the strategy, uh, strangely, strangely popular uh, setting and story of Death Stranding. He has a unique style and methodology that has been repeatedly praised through the years. However, in 2015, he left the company and headed the Metal Gear uh, and head Metal Gear Games. Wait. He and the head of Metal Gear Games left. He left the company that headed. Sorry, oh. sorry. he left the company that headed Metal Gear, um, the Metal Gear Games Konami under create, um, great duress and a lot of controversy caused by the conglomerate, mm-hmm. also known as Konami. Uh, there was a year-long feud between the company and the creator, resulting in the amazing, uh, amazingly petty move of Konami literally removing Konami's game from the last Metal Gear game he created for them. That's not true. That's not true at all. He he created Metal Gear Five. His name was fucking everywhere in that game. Okay, well, interesting. Interesting. Since his departure, unless they've done it like more recently, but since his departure, um, only two notable pieces of content related to Metal Gear. The first um, is Metal Gear Survive, a game that has practically bad, so particularly bad reviews due to its generic survival crafting nature, poor gameplay, and tone-deaf release after Kojima left. And the second is nothing but the overlay for literal slot machines used in casinos, putting in time, effort, and voice acting to turn licensed characters from into more, uh, little more than gambling mascots. Mm. One of the things that uh, Kojima worked on before he left the company was PT, a first-person psychological horror demo that served as a teaser for the Silent Hill. Uh, sorry, for the game Silent Hills. This was a long-anticipated sequel to the Silent Hill series of horror games, and fans were very excited to hear that Kojima would be heading up the project. It was released on the 12th of August, 2014, as a free demo for the PlayStation Store. The teaser demo was um, incredibly well-received, over 1 million downloads during the time it was available, and fans were devastated that the project was cancelled when Kojima left the company. When uh, Kojima left Konami, the company removed PT from the PlayStation Store and removed the ability to reinstall Oof. if you'd previously installed it and deleted it. 
Fans of the demo have since tried to recreate the atmospheric horror game themselves. Um, one person by the name of Kimsa with a Q uh, successfully ported the entire demo into the Unreal Engine 4 and set up a playtest to ensure there were no bugs. Konami shut this down very quickly as uh, and has gone on to place cease and desist orders on multiple other fan-made versions. Uh, things have progressed another step further this month as reviewers have been able to get a hold of the new PlayStation 5 and bring their old uh, games over with the PlayStation's compatibility mode. Multiple owners of PT have confirmed that they were able um, that they were able to not only transfer their copies of the game onto the new console, they were able to boot it up and play the game uh, from existing saves. That was until a few days ago when the game suddenly became locked uh, on the PlayStation 5 tagged playable on PlayStation 4. Oh, man. Which is the tag used when a game is not backwards compatible. Well, this update appears to come after the review uh, consoles are forced to go through a factory reset, which deletes all the game um, content and on the consoles. And from that point on, the demo is marked as not compatible. While Sony did state originally that some um, content, including game demos, might not be backwards compatible on the new console, PT does not um, appear on that list and it was clearly recorded as um, working by multiple users including the reporters at Polygon. Reviewers that did play through the game on the PlayStation 5, I assume demo, but you know, yeah. uh, noted that there were no glitches, no performance issues and nothing appeared to be wrong with the game in backwards compatibility mode. When asked for comments, Sony, uh, a Sony spokesperson told Polygon that the, uh, the change was a publisher decision. This means that it was not a Sony issue that caused the change. Konami literally made the decision and requested the change from Sony. In summary, Konami does not like uh, reminded of their ex. Honestly, like... Um... Uh, I think uh, Blue Demon actually said uh, about the thing where you, where, where you were like wondering, like, did they remove their name? Um, uh, Blue Demon says, it's actually true. If you look at all the relaunch that Konami makes after Kojima leaves the game, his name got erased from all the games. So they actually did that. But I, I played PlayStation... So I played uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 like years after he left, and his name was fucking everywhere. Okay, well, I mean, like, that's that's what they say, so, um, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't have to source myself, so, um, yeah. anyway, um, personally, I think that there's, like, a very, very, like, dumb move, like, I really, really hate it, um, the thing that I feel, especially when it comes to, like, downloads of games, um, uh, like, we, re like, we just talked about, like, putting the card to cartridge and, like, play it when it came to, like, uh, privacy and stuff, um, when it comes to, like, the downloads and things, also, when it comes to, like, these things like i hate the thing that like all these digital downloads where there's no like actual physical game which allows for the games to basically like go extinct and like die in history sort of thing if people are no longer able to access them or like people just like lose like the ability to play them i really really hate that when it comes to, like the preservation of games i think it's it's 
how do I how, how do I begin this appropriately? Um, personally, I'm not the biggest fan of like people like hacking into games, people like downloading games, ripping off games, like sending games to like uh, you know pirating them sort of thing. Because like I wouldn't like that to happen with like my own personal channel sort of thing. Like if I make my own content on YouTube, it's like a weird comparison sort of thing. I wouldn't like someone else like take my content, re-upload it on their own channel, even if they do it for free without ads. It's like well like that really sucks because like I made it, it's my content. Why the hell are you stealing it? Um, I don't like that. However, if a like the owners of like the game are no longer selling it there is no actual way of getting it there is no actual way of like downloading it you can't buy it you can't like spend all the money in the world to get it because no we're no longer releasing it they actually like you can't even if you, if you actually own it you can't actually re-download it at that point like i am personally perfectly fine with people like getting it and then redistributing it because, like, just in the same way that, like, let's say that my channel were to, like, disappear tomorrow because, like, I get banned from YouTube or something or because I decided, oh, fuck it, I'm up and leaving. If someone downloaded all the videos on the channel and they re-uploaded it, it's like, yeah, it's not their content. But, like, at least then the world can still experience my content. Just in the same way that, like, I have no problem with people re-uploading, like, Filthy Frank videos that were, like, deleted by YouTube. Uh, but other people can re-upload them. I got no problem with that. So, like, this entire thing where it's like, hey, if you as a company do not want people to play this game anymore and, like, you're removing people's ability to, like, re-download them, you're even, like, scumming so far to, like, strike them, like, no, no, no. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like, I really can't support that. I really, I'm not a big fan of that. So, like, yeah, especially when people really, really love that thing. It's like, if, if you're a smart company, like, just sell that thing, you know? Like, I wouldn't have a problem with them. I mean, like, I would sort of have a problem with them. But, like, I would have far less of a problem with them if they're like, oh, if you guys like it so much. Like, it means a demo. So, like, basically it would have to be a free download. But if they're like, well, you know, for a buck or something, it's like, well, I mean, you're still, like, profiting off something that was free initially. But, you know, at least people can fucking download it. But going after people that, like, want to play it, it's like, yeah, what the fuck, man? Like, I'm pretty sure I remember stories about how you could buy, like, PlayStation 3s or 4s. I don't know when. 2014. Is that PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 4? Um, Both around that same time, I think. When did PlayStation mm, 4 come out? I don't know. Go ahead. But the, probably around that time. But even so, like, you know, PlayStation 4, PT, like, you know, people were selling the console uh, on eBay because it had a copy of the game. Yeah. Right? You know, and like I, I totally get it. Like I, I don't, I don't fucking get why would you be such a bag of dicks about this? Just I don't fucking get like, it. I really don't. Like, like again, it's like I really don't get if like if you don't want to release the game, if you don't want to publish the game, if you don't want to like have people go out and like like if people are actually buying PS4s for it, like how easy would it be for you to say, like, hey, this demo which we made, which was free to download, I think. It's like, okay, two bucks, you know? Just like, like yeah. Among Us, it's like four bucks. It's like, no one bothers about like, oh, like some people play, play the free version of mobile, but like, I think a lot of people just buy it on PC because like, oh, it's four bucks, who cares? It's like, even yeah. if you do that, it's kind of a scummy move because it was a demo to begin with. But you know, four bucks, it's like, you make profit. Like, you already have it. You don't need to do anything with it. It's like, what the fuck? Why are you so petty about it? I don't get it. Um, Tamara says like, how do you feel about Konami now using those IPs that they aren't making new video games for in slot machines? Uh, they started doing that, like, that's also something that you mentioned. They started doing it while I worked at a mobile slots game company and noticed that they were giving out the assets to make physical slot machines and mobile games because you can get more money from slots than from traditional video games. Um, I think we're referring to pachinko machines. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's... It's fucking shit, because I know that the creator of Castlevania, mm-hmm. uh, he ended up 
like again, like effectively getting fired by Konami, and he ended up creating Bloodstain Ritual by Night um, on uh, through Kickstarter. I I kickstarted it, you know, mm-hmm. so I own it on PC, and I bought another copy of it on Switch. The Switch port isn't the greatest. I mean, I haven't checked it again recently. I remember when they they were they were demoing Bloodstain, um, Bloodstained. Um, they had to have these huge heat sinks attached to the switches because they were overheating the. Switches. Oof. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like I I I just like. I don't really care if they the, the the property gets used for gambling, like slot machines and things like that. Because I don't really think, like, correct me if I'm wrong, audience, but I don't really think people would go, "Oh my god, World of Warcraft machine! I've got to try that." You know, the, the, I, the, I I can actually imagine there'd be some value to it because, like, I mean, like, I've never actually like gone and like used slot machines sort of thing, but I can imagine like, let's say I walk in there and like, like, there's a bunch of machines, and it's like, which one do you pick? It's like, hey, there is something with a franchise which I'm familiar with. Chances are that I'll go to the franchise I'm familiar with, not because like, oh, World of Warcraft is convincing me to go play the shop mach- slot machines. More like, hey, you know, if I have to pick something, might as well pick the thing that I'm familiar with. Um, honestly, it's like. I, I find it so weird when it comes to, like, um, companies, creative companies, especially when, when it's, like, creative companies where companies hire creatives to, like, make works for them, um, where it's like, hey, this is something which you created, and now it belongs to this company, and, like, that's perfectly fine and honest because, like, you know, the company invested in you, and, like, they allowed you to, like, make something which might work or might not work. That's the risk they're taking, but at the same time, it's like, you created something, and if you get fired, well, tough luck, you created that, and you're famous for that, but, like, now you can't use that anymore because it's no, it's, it's never, it's no longer yours. It's like, that's so weird. And, like, I can only imagine how weird it must be for, like, these people to, like, you know, they've made something and then they see it being used on things like gambling and shit and, like, slot machines. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Tamara says, says um, I met a guy that only played slot machines when they, the, from which he knew the IP. He said it brought back the memories he had attached to these old things. Like, you play Castlevania slots, you remember the, the uh, Richter image they use? Um and Blue Demon says, slot machines are identical. It's just that some sounds and random things, uh, th- there is just some sounds and random things like cutscenes. Mm. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, it's just like a messy thing. Like, I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but I can imagine it was like pretty messy and like the, they're just trying to like get the most out of each other or like disconnect each other from, like, disconnect from each other as, as strong as they can. But like at the same time, it's like <sighs> the fact that they're, they're like go out their way to like not give people a game. It's like, what the fuck? I don't get it. I mean, I totally get um, there may be some fall. Like, I, I'd be interested to know how come there was a falling out between Kojima and Konami. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'd, I'd love to know the reasoning. However, I mean, obviously it's a private matter. But yeah, it, it's it's bloody crazy because I wouldn't be surprised if it's something. No, you got to pump out games faster. We need more money, 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 money. Again, mm-hmm. like this is going back to what sentient. Um, I think I said. Yeah, 
So, you know, it's it's like money's not fucking everything. You can't take it with you when you die. Mm-hmm. So what's what's the big fucking deal? Yeah, actually, um, I don't know like how much you still want to go into uh, onto this topic because I just had something which was like which is actually like a a, a brand spanking new topic which is super super fucking interesting sort of thing. Go on. Um, we can get back to this, but here we go. Uh, this is just in. So uh, what happened is that right here, um, you know about like the DMCA stuff, the the the, 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 the Twitch striking creators and banning them if they get striked for um for missing for 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 misusing um stuff uh no, no for like having you the music in their stuff destiny just released an update and like someone tweeted out here that they got struck the, that they got struck um for like um broken around in destiny around the weird discord area on the tangled shore in destiny and the music that was playing was created for destiny itself and they got a copyright strike for that on their twitch channel now this person is not just any person it is a if we go to their bio a amazon twitch employee <laughs> for <laughs> <laughs> For playing oh, music, for, for like having music in a game that was made for that game. It's like, I wonder, I wonder like how the fuck this is going to hold up. But, but like, this is, this is really, really weird, really weird. So I think the expansion just came out. Mm. Fuck, it's 35 quid. Oh, man. Um... Yeah, that's that's just like the regular and then the one with the season pass is like forty three quid and then the legendary edition is sixty quid. Bloody hell, these these prices are ridiculous. Um the fact that people are getting DMCA'd is kinda of hilarious. I I god, I think this is stupid. This is so many layers of stupid. Like, I I wonder if someone's actually like so sort of like stolen the music the the from the the game and just turned around and said like, um, yeah, this this belongs to us now. You know, <laughs> actually, that has happened DMC, with Among yeah. Us two times. Yeah, yeah. So like, I I I had to happen. Um, like a couple of weeks ago, I tweeted about it with like someone made a remix about Among Us stuff and then claimed claimed the. Um, the defeat sound so if you got defeated you will have like um i thought it was a victory sound or it was a victory sound and then like that that got resolved last week and then this week uploaded an among us video again and bada bing bada boom this time other remix claimed the defeat sound so yeah like we're having that with like among us so if you upload an among us video like it might just be claimed by someone that made some random remix on youtube and then like copy claims like i mean like this is the thing which like which i kind of hate about youtube thing is like seriously I really want everyone that like creates something to get the money they have for it, the that the, like they deserve for people for people watching it. But like, when did the time when, when did the time started like we as YouTubers started claiming each other and shit and stealing our ad revenue? Because like, seriously, like I remember when YouTube was like this thing was like, hey, you know, if like Joey or um uh, uh Crash created like some piece of music, they'd be like, oh yeah, you know, um if you want to like use a bit of it, like just use a bit of it in like um in your videos and then link it and like tell people about it or like. You know, they wouldn't like copy strike every creator that like uses it. And right now you have people yeah. that like create remix. And I'm all for you creating your own Among Us remix. Like if you have music that you can create, go for it. Like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, dude. But like this thing where they're like, 
oh yeah, now we created this, and now like this is copy claims like all these all these videos of just Among Us. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, I really, really, really hate that. Like, and like I know like sometimes I don't think most of the times like it's unintentional, but seriously, I do think that this is something which is quite serious because it's literally about you claiming people's ad revenue, and like if people mm-hmm. don't notice or are too afraid to step up because like if you have to if you like counter it, you got to fill in your game details can be quite imposing. It's like it's literal money that we're talking about. Like this shouldn't be something which like oh no oh stupid I didn't see. It's like no, this is like if you want to claim videos you got to be serious about it and every single video that you claim is your fucking responsibility and if you're wrong about it you gotta be you gotta you gotta take up the responsibility but like yeah that's um that does happen it yeah i it's it's god this whole content so this this publisher versus platform thing all over again yeah so uh i don't think we have anything left to actually highlight uh, or talk about mm-hmm. so shall we see if our lovely audience has any questions yeah uh, let's go for know, it no we know that they're listening intently and they probably have more questions than the sun yeah so you know just waiting for them to just pop out a question and we can mm-hmm. start talking about it yeah let me see. Um, Tamara says it's something seen it off topic when I was let's see. When I was little I heard da, da, da. Um when I was little for the uh, um the first time I heard someone from the UK say five quid, I thought they said five squid for a solid year and I thought people in the UK use squids as currency. Uh genuinely if they were doing cockney rhyming slang, they could have actually said squid. <laughs> so it's you know Oh, uh, and they did mean quid. I don't. I don't even know the origin of the term quid. I really don't. I yeah. have seen some video, but like that was ages ago, so I can't really recount it. But I was like, why is the British pound and pence? Why does it work the way it worked? And why are the coins bigger than each other and sort of things? So, yeah. Um, Tenra says there's no real punishment for a fake DMCA takedown. Someone showed a video of them abusing their own YouTube video to show how bad it is. It's really, really fucking bad. And like, yeah. Anyway, like. Basically, like, if you want to respond to YouTube drama, just claim other people's videos. Fuck that. <laughs> you know? Um, Joga asks, Sino Misha, how was your weekends? How was your weekend, Sino? Kind of, kind of still it was. Kind of freeze, kind of cold. I think he's frozen on Discord. It was very, very cold. Look at that. He was like, his time stood still. Time stood still for him. <laughs> Uh, as the demons, how was everyone's weekends? I hope yeah, I hope your weekend was quite a red. My weekend was quite good. It was um, actually it's been a while. It's been like three, four days or something. Um, I hope Edward comes back. It was very lonely because Drew wasn't there. I miss him. Um, no, that was a red. Was a red. Um, if you could be any video game character, who would you be and why? I would be some sort of video game character that can control time, so I could like bring back the time on like Sino's end. I could like make him move again because he's he's like he's like pretty frozen. Maybe I'm like frost and I can freeze him. Um, uh, to be honest though like that is, a, that is a good question when it comes to like if you could be a video game character which one would you be mmm mmm so many <laughs> oh there he goes he's back again my internet just completely died I'm like yeah. I, I, I uh, fucking ADSL seriously um what uh what to, were we talking about um Majoga asked how was your weekend my weekend was uh busy exhausting actually gone i slept so much of saturday 
Yay. Like I, I slept an insane amount of Saturday. It was just it was lovely. Awesome. Awesome. Um why the frick is my sound not turned off? I hate the sound of them. Like sometimes computers, man. Sometimes computers is like they just forget which audio source you want them to use and they blah, blah, blah. anyway. Um but yeah, my weekend was alright. Don't really like it was three days ago. Damn, this feels like a long time ago, but like it was quite alright. Didn't do much too crazy. Um, oh. And uh, let's see. Tribal asks if you could be a video cam character, which one would you be and why? Does it have to be like an existing video game character? No, you can or... make one up at a spot. <laughs> I mean... No, 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 no. no. I'm mean, like, if if it's like, you know, oh, I have to be Gordon Freeman or uh, Sam Fisher or Solid State. But if it's a character, oh, I'll just be my World of Warcraft character. Could be. You know, go for it. Yeah, so it's it's like. You know, the one that fucking fought a goddamn dragon. Um, oh, God, what what character would I be? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's I feel that's very on the spot there. It's like, it's so tough for me because like there are so many characters sort of thing. Or so many video games. And it just depends on which like which game I've just played, like which world I'm very involved in. Because, like, I'll play a game like, oh, hell yeah, dude, this game's amazing. And, like, there are games where, like, I mean, like, okay, so, like, I played, uh, what was it, Persona 4? Persona 4 Golden when I went to Canada. Uh, yeah. And, like, I played it for the entire thing, like, during that trip. And then I completed it. And seriously, like, there are some, like, like if I pick that game back up, like, I can come into, like, places there where it's, like, I come into, like, uh, the home of, like, the main character sort of thing or, like, come into, like, the town square. And, just, like, you just have this feeling of nostalgia for these places, which are just, like, places in a game. But it's because this game is so tied to, like, this time I went to, like, visit my family in Canada. And, like, it was, like, it was also the year I went for the first time to Kent Tenocon and sort of thing. It's, like, it's so tied to these memories. It's, like... It feels like home. It feels like these. Oh, it's it feels so good. I'm like, oh my god, like these plays almost feel real, even though they're not. Uh, but like that's because that game was very important for me at the time. Like, but if I play that forever and ever, it's like like that, that's gonna lose its its purpose. I remember like I had it in Warframe. The Warframe felt like such a like like oh my god when we got the orbiter sort of thing. Like when I could walk around there and I could make my thing. When I have my clan dojo sort of thing. Like oh these plays meant so much to me. Um, but it just like it kind of changed over time. Like I remember actually very clearly when. Um, like, we had, like, Sorted Online and then Log Horizon come out as anime series, which are, like, the first, like, major anime series where, like, oh, the main character becomes, like, becomes their game character sort of thing. And then, like, I started, like, playing, like, this um, MMO or something with, like, with my cousin. It was, like, oh, shit, you know? We gotta, we gotta, like, train very well. And think, oh, yeah, we're just gonna, like, do, like, the anime sort of thing. But, like, that was so long ago. Uh, but that was, like... Those were times where, like, these, these, this anime series and, like, that idea coincided for a while, and I haven't touched that yet, the game in ages. So it's like, it's so, it's so dependent on, like, what you're playing, what mood you're in. So, so putting some time into it, I'm either gonna say Doom Guy, mm -hmm. uh, Raziel, or Ben from Full Thrall, because ass bike and that mm. world is just like so perfectly utopian dystopian it's just like how the <laughs> fuck does that world work i love that world um yeah i think that's that's what i would go with how yeah. those three. Oh yeah um espinos asks what do you guys think about xbox live being down as the xbox series x launch day is today damn i like this is fucking hilarious i love it oh god like Shit, guys, we didn't test this stuff out. <laughs> we didn't load test the servers. 
How many people bought the servers? Uh, sorry, how many people bought the Xbox Series X? Um, which got a quarter of a million people. Right. And how many, uh, how many ser- sorry, people can the server handle? Three. <laughs> Travel says, I'm on Xbox right now. I'd like, how is it? Because like, I know you got the new Xbox Series thing. Um, like, are the services down for you as well? Like, let me know. Let me know how it is. Uh, but yeah, that is that's crazy. Like, you should know how many people are gonna gonna go live at a time, and like, especially with like, like if like these are people that pre-ordered it sort of things. So, like, on the one hand, you can say like, oh yeah, you know, it's like, it's like they're already loyal customers. They we already got their money. But at the same time, it's like like if people want to like decide whether they want to buy like a PlayStation Xbox, and like they're not tied to it because like most of the time the people that are very decisive about like oh I want to choose this one, like I don't know, or undecisive, they don't know which one they want. They're, they're not really tied to a camp. So like. For them, like things are like it's the service life sort of thing is so important. If you don't get that right, it's like like that could be used so well against you yeah. in sales. I'm like, why? <laughs> how? 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 How does that happen? Um, to be fair, to be fair though, like I in my job, so my job, like I deal with servers, right? Like a lot, and mm-hmm. I get asked questions like, can this server handle like many? Um, Oh God, centers like this, this this many call centers. I'm yeah. like, I have no idea what kind of traffic are you looking at, and like, I don't get an answer. And then it's like, it's going live on uh, this many servers. I'm like, <laughs> so on this it, uh, this many call centers. I'm like, I didn't answer your question. Like, you might be setting up the fall here. I'm like, have you, you know. have you have you ever heard someone say like, oh yeah, uh, like yeah, I'm uh, we're gonna go live. And you're like, how much have you expecting? It's like, oh yeah, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, oh, and then it was like two. <laughs> so I I had uh, an incident. I can't go into detail, but I had an incident where someone told me that they were gonna have thousands of requests per second, mm-hmm. right? Thousands. Right, that is an insane number. Yeah, like, oof, gassy. Yeah, so thousands of requests per second. Oh my god, I've just sat up and all of a sudden I got hiccups. Um, so they said it needed to handle two thousand requests per second to times up by sixty, which is uh one hundred twenty thousand requests per minute. Ooh. And I'll just wait for it. Uh, time, come on, All right? Time sixty, which is seven point two million requests per hour. Wow. Uh, times twenty four, which is oh god, I can't count that many. Uh, one hundred twenty seven. Sorry, one hundred seventy two point eight million requests per day. And it's just that like, is oh right? my god, like like. Honestly, we that... got like five thousand a day. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I was like, so, so you've just got the client. Actually, no, I shouldn't say anymore. Oh my god. Anymore. Okay, no, but, but like, 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 yeah. th- like, just imagine it's like, okay, so within a day of like this new thing going live, we're gonna have, almost, we're gonna have like PewDiePie, Markiplier, and Jacksepticeye combined, all their subscribers. Are all gonna like in that same day access no, this they, thing? They, no, no, you need more than that. Even more than that. <laughs> are gonna I'm pretty access... sure Markiplier only has like twenty-five million. Oh shit! You know, <laughs> all these people are just gonna like access on that first day, okay? Like not just yeah. like the next day, like just the first day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is fun. 
<laughs> fucking oh my god it's complete overkill and I, i'm glad i had the foresight to drop the capacity of the server the very next day oh my god just just oh. let's just say that that is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. Tribal says when it comes to Xbox, I'm on Xbox right now. I'm playing Warframe just fine. Actually, that, like that's that, that's uh, that, that's interesting. Good. So apparently, um, apparently, like like Tribal, I'm actually quite curious. Like, how does like um, um to to you, Drizzle, But like, first of all, like how does the transition go? If you like, if you log into like Xbox One Series X, can you already like directly start playing Warframe? Do you need to do anything weird with your account, sort of thing? And can you still go back to like your previous Xbox to play Warframe? Um, to you, Drew, like, have they talked anything with in Warframe during Death Streams about like the new console generation and how like playing the game would be between the different consoles? Yeah, so there isn't an Xbox Series X version of the game. Mm -hmm. So I imagine Tribal's playing the Xbox One version of the game on the Series X. Mm -hmm. Um, they have announced the PlayStation Five version of the game, which will look effectively just like top-end pc settings mm -hmm. right which is like holy shit this looks awesome um but they've not made any announcement for the xbox yet okay. so because uh, they've they've said that the playstation 5 one will be this year okay because that is something which is really interesting coming up right now this is the first time that we're actually going to see like a major um like console uh generation switch with live services actually like being a main topic sort of thing and i'm really mm -hmm. curious because like we spoke about this i think a few months ago with sale um we were like hey you know if this time comes around like and people are gonna like switch different consoles like should you like uh you, like at a certain point like xbox xbox one and ps4 will have to like stop at a certain point because they're gonna be outdated so like is this the time that they're gonna enter like cross uh, account sort of thing that you let's say that you have a ps4 right now but you want to go to the xbox series x or you have an xbox one right now but you want to go to the ps5 is this a time that they say okay you can migrate your account now because you're gonna have to migrate your account anyway from like a ps4 to a ps5 from xbox one to an to xbox series because you know this so is coming up but they yeah they've announced with at least unless they've changed it on the website mm -hmm. they've said on the website that x so PS4 and PlayStation 5 players will have cross-play, right? But there will not be another account migration. So, uh, yeah, if you're on Xbox, you're stuck on Xbox. Okay, so that does mean that if you have a PS4 account, that you can just start on the PlayStation 5 with the same account. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's so good. you can, it, but unfortunately, you can't take your account elsewhere, which kind of sucks. I think they're in like a legal quagmire of how to be able to even approach that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. honestly, yeah. like, like I don't know necessarily how Destiny does it, but as far as I'm aware, like Destiny, like you have a Bungie account and you can basically log in with that Bungie account on like any platform. Um, yeah, I think the problem is that because Warframe came out on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox... One? One. Wait, the PlayStation 4 must have came out in... It came out in 2013. Yeah, it came out in 2014. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, we raised the question about 2014. What was it? All right, so... Um, 
the I think because these games, uh, so Warframe was like the, the some of the first contenders on both platforms. I imagine the contract would be a lot more like rigid and tight, preventing them from doing stuff like crossplay, or maybe the payment model is a lot harder and things like. Or there's like stuff that DE won't agree to that maybe Ben Bungie already has. I don't know if you go from account, sorry, from platform to platform on uh, Destiny. Do you keep your currency? Or maybe it's the fact that if you go, like, Bungie doesn't have sales on their premium currency, so there's no loss of, um, like, transition, you know, yeah. loss yeah, of... Well, like, yeah, yeah. What, what it also might have been is, like, like I don't know, when they, when they did this, when they, when, if this was at the same time when they went free-to-play or after they went free... or after they went free-to-play or before they went free-to-play, because I can also imagine when it's, like, if they were still a pay-to-play game... That it might be easier for them because, like, um, like I think that the main point with like the consoles is that they don't want you to spend money on like another place so that they don't get the yeah. money for the store. And if it's like a free to play game, they're like, well, the only way that we're gonna get money from your game is like if people are actually like gonna like you know buy um buy microtransactions. And when it comes to Destiny, it's like, well, I mean, like microtransactions are part of it, but people can also buy the game. So you know, I don't know whether that played a part. Um, Tamara says, I wonder if it has to do with the, the dollar spent by the console stores, they get a cut of it, and if they transfer that bought currency to another platform, you can use it there and not, not give that platform a cut. That's, I think, 100% the part yeah. of it. Because basically, like, yeah. what you could do if this becomes a thing is, like, you could go to um, PC, for example, get, like, 75% off Platinum, then go to a PlayStation account, and then, like, buy a Tenogen for it with, like, another so many off. Yeah, I think another big thing is with... And then come back to PC with that Tetogen as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think a big part of it is that... Um, oh, shit. I had a, I had a really fundamental point. I can't remember what it was. We were, so, to, we were oh, talking shit. about 75% off codes on Platinum and then taking over the PS4 buying Tetogen with it. Yeah. And the currency uh, spending stores... And free to play games, pay to play games. Fuck nice. Anyway, yeah, transitioning right, things th over. Yeah. Like, I mean, exclusive PS4. I'm not stuff. gonna remember, dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just not gonna remember what I was gonna say. I thought fine. maybe I could help. Anyway, it is, um, it is. anyway, I think that uh, that that that's it for for today. Um, I think yeah. we've gotten through it. Um, thank you so much for uh, for watching, and uh, we did a framecast with two topics and still hit almost in two hours. I think it's um, that uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. Next week, hopefully. It's mostly because the the comments at the start were like a topic in and of themselves. Yep, they definitely were. So if you if you, if you want your comments to be a, a topic and a half uh, uh, next time, leave your comments on the on the YouTube side of things because uh, yeah, I, I do really enjoy them. Even if it's just well done, really really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I think that that is it for this week. That was Framecaps sixty one. If you want to check out this amazing man right here, check out his YouTube channel. Go to youtubecom galleon or go to youtubecom o'clock if you want to have more podcasty actions. Um, and then your your podcasty ears while you're doing your podcasty stuff while listening to the podcasty thing. Uh, so yeah, more topics over on YouTube.com slash 10 o'clock. And if you want to see this back, uh, it's on YouTube.com slash Postman Long Games. Uh, if you want to see stream content there, I just like to, I just launched the stream channel on YouTube. Uh, well, it's just like Michelle Postman streams. It actually, it actually doesn't have like a custom link yet, but like, yeah, there's a new stream channel. You, if you, want to... you need to come up with a really easy URL. Like a super easy one. Like I regret Xenogallion because no one knows how to pronounce so I spell it. Right. Well, okay. So ten o'clock. So, yeah. If I you just about get away with, but yeah. 
If you could have renamed your channel, what would you rename it into? Xeno Games or something like that. Something simple. I see no games. <laughs> no, just Xeno Games. Xeno Games. Is it like the No Galleon where they have a problem with? Well, I mean, the problem is it's uh, four syllables, right? And trying to guess how to spell it. Yes, Devev, that's how you spell it. Um, how to spell it is it's not exactly phonetic, mm -hmm. right? Because it's like Xeno Gel Ion. Mm -hmm. Right. Actually, is that five syllables? That might be five syllables. That's what. <laughs> yeah, might actually be five. So it's it's not easiest way to it's not the easiest thing to spell phonetically. Yeah. Um. But ten o'clock. I mean, the majority of us are Warframe players, so we know what ten you know, is. Ten o r. So that that that's easy to work out. Yeah. So if if you, if you, if you want to check out Drew, to go to youtubecom slash x e n o g e l i o n and then you should have it appropriately <laughs> anyway right hit well, the enter yeah. button then go to the red button hit subscribe ho go like ring the bell ring the bell <laughs> then go down to his patreon because that's also part of the youtube throw money because that's also part of the youtube and then the be amazed as the content comes in that that's the, that's the way we're gonna like announce you anyway eight more episodes to go until episode 69 we'll see you all next week and uh thank you so much for tuning in actually we'll see you in two weeks time um yeah but uh, around next week yeah yeah anyway see you guys around cool. bye bye, bye.